Ron DeSantis has fired his campaign manager and he has hired a new one. Let's bring up the names of these people. DeSantis fired Janera Park, who was his campaign manager when he won the governorship in Florida. She did a very good job with that. I mean, he won... Um, I mean, this was this was before school choice became as prominent as it was, but I first noticed Ron DeSantis because the way that he won, the way that he defeated Andrew Gillum in Florida originally was because he appealed to uh, African-American school choice moms, black moms who's, who might be Democrats. They were registered Democrats. They voted for the Democrat Senate candidate in the same election, but they switched parties and voted Republican for the governor's race. They voted for DeSantis instead of Gillum because DeSantis said that he would support school choice. Then they wanted that for their children. And Gillum said that charter schools were siphons on the public school system. So it was brilliant what, what DeSantis and Janera Peck did back then with that race. But I think we can all agree that since DeSantis has launched his presidential campaign, he has, it's its essentially been a series of missteps, just one after the other, starting with that disastrous Twitter rollout that didn't work, that didn't have any, any video to it, then going directly onto Fox, you know, trying to court the donor class and attacking Trump in a way that's a turnoff to the very Trump supporters that he wants to vote for him. It's just, it hasn't been done well. So it's the, it's the obvious choice to shake up the person that's making, or at least influential in making those decisions. So Janera Peck has been replaced with James Uthmeyer. Uh, he was the chief of staff for Governor DeSantis, so not on the campaign side, on the governor side. He's going to be the new campaign manager, which this is all pretty interesting stuff, especially leading into, we're just a couple of weeks away from the first debate. Here's the thing though, here's the thing. It's not that complicated to run an effective campaign. And I say that knowing that a lot of people are going to laugh at me because like, of course, the logistics of running a campaign are difficult. Of course it is. Duh. You're raising money. You're trying to reach people. You're introducing yourself to people in the middle and you're trying to convince people on the left that you're a good candidate. At the same time, you have to keep your base happy. Yes, that part is complex. But when you, when it comes to messaging, when it comes to how you should be presenting yourself to the American people, this should not be as complex as it seems that it is to a lot of these Republican candidates. If you stay disciplined on message on three different topics that both feed the base, and I say that in a good way, this is what the base of the Republican Party wants desperately. And it also, these topics transcend political lines. So independents and centrists and even some Democrats agree with Republicans on these issues. If you stay disciplined talking about these topics, then you're going to do great. Sure, the mainstream media is going to hate you. Joe Biden's going to hate you, but who cares? You cannot crave the validation of the people that you hate when you are trying to defeat the people that you hate because they hate you in a campaign. So these topics, of course, are COVID. This entire election should be a referendum on COVID, not just a referendum on how the Democrats handled COVID, but a referendum on how a lot of Republicans handled COVID. If you stay disciplined talking about COVID, you're going to do great. Talk about the vaccine. Talk about masks. Talk about lockdowns. Talk about social distancing. Talk about Fauci. Talk about these things and all Republicans are going to agree with you. And a lot of centrists, a lot of parents whose children were masked, whose children are now facing pressure to be vaxxed with this COVID mRNA jab that is not safe or effective. These people are going to agree with you. Also, the transgender ideology. Clearly, this is important to the Republican base. One of the most important issues to the Republican base. But parents on both sides of the aisle don't want their children being transed without their permission in school. They don't want their children being taught radical gender ideology in the classroom. They don't want to walk into a public library and see gender queer and books that are trying to teach their children that if they're a boy, they can be a girl, and if they're a girl, they can be a boy. This is something that 
rises above the partisan nature of Democrats versus Republicans. You talk about COVID, you talk about trans, and you talk about Hunter Biden. You can criticize Joe Biden's record in office till the cows come home. He's done an abysmal job. He's violated every norm of office. All of his policies are destructive. He's spent all of our money in ways that make us as a nation poorer and worse off. All of that is true. But if you really want to convince the non-dogmatic left, meaning the normal common sense liberals, if you really want to convince those people that Joe Biden is bad, meaning you may not be able to convince them to turn out and vote for a Republican, but it's a very effective political strategy to simply make people less excited about a candidate. Meaning if you make people less excited about Biden, they wouldn't necessarily vote for DeSantis or Trump, but they might stay home. They might not cast their vote. That's why voter turnout is such a hugely important part of winning an election. Can you actually get the energy up to get people out to vote? Not just, oh, is this a Democrat? Are they gonna vote Democrat, Republican? Are they going to vote at all? As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at seven. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at eight. Then a bold unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at nine. It's must see TV in primetime every night on the first TV. Watch the first on DirecTV channel 347, Uverse channel 1220 or DirecTV stream. America is on trial. Join me, Josh Hammer, as we examine the presidential election through the only lens that truly matters, the legal proceedings of Donald Trump and the Biden crime family. This new daily podcast examines breaking news and analyzes the biggest questions facing the country. Can the former president, Donald Trump, get a fair trial? Can Trump be disqualified from the ballot? Can Joe Biden pardon his son, Hunter? Can Trump even pardon himself? We cover all the action every morning. Listen to America on Trial wherever you download your favorite podcasts. So you talk about Hunter Biden because Hunter Biden is the epitome of corruption. People on both sides of the aisle hate corruption. Voters do not like Hunter Biden. They do not like the fact that he sold access to Joe Biden, that he profited from hostile nations um, by selling this access. We have all the proof of this. People on both sides of the aisle agree with it and believe it, agree that it's real, I should say. They believe it. They would have changed their vote. A significant number of Democrats would have changed their vote for Joe Biden in 2020 had they known about Hunter Biden's laptop, which a lot of people didn't know about because the FBI used big tech to censor this story and the intelligence community lied and pretended this was Russian disinformation, even though they knew that was not true. You talk about COVID, you talk about trans, you talk about Hunter Biden, and you say disciplined on those topics in the Republican debate, you win. You win that debate, hands down. It's just a matter of which candidate will have the discipline to actually do that or whether they will get caught up in little tit-for-tat, sniping, personal mudslinging nonsense that might be entertaining as a Twitter clip but will not win over a single voter, not a single one. By the way, it's very important that Republicans win the election. This should go without saying, but this is the implication of Democrats being in charge. The state of Massachusetts has denied a foster care license to a, a married couple, a man and a woman, because they're Catholic. Yes, that's right. This couple is Catholic. They therefore believe that a man is a man and the woman is a woman. And the state of Massachusetts, when conducting the interview with this couple who wanted to foster children in need, um, 
didn't believe that Catholics could be qualified for this because of their Christian biblical views about sexuality, marriage, and gender. They, this couple, by the way, even said that they would um, respect the gender identity of any child who came into their home, but just the fact that they had these beliefs and lived their lives according to these beliefs disqualified them from being able to help children in need. This is actually one of the biggest points that I make in, in my upcoming book, Hide Your Children, Exposing the Marxists Behind the Attack on America's Kids, that there's no such thing as neutrality anymore, if there ever was. Either the left is going to be in charge of our government or the right is going to be in charge of our government. And it's not just the political left or the political right. The values of the left are going to be, in char- are going to be enforced by our government or the values of the right are going to be enshrined into our government. It's not going to be an equal playing field. It's not going to be neutral. It's going to be one or the other. Right now, the left's evil values are being enforced by our government. If we Republicans don't recognize and acknowledge the reality of this political enemy that we're facing and order our behavior and our response accordingly, meaning don't just pretend that we can change everything by making sure that our own lives are in order and our families are in order, if we don't embrace the idea that there is a just use of government and that just use is in making sure that objective truth is not violated, meaning that a Catholic couple can't be discriminated, can't face discrimination for being Catholic because they believe a man is a man is a woman is a woman, if we aren't comfortable using the just authority of the government to order our society in that way, then we're going to lose. We've lost until this point because Republicans think that limited government means that all government is bad and that we should, in every circumstance, limit the use of government. That's not what limited government means. Limited government means that our government has enumerated powers and that government is accountable to the people. That's what limited government means. But our government has just authority in certain areas. And one of those areas is in recognizing objective truth and making sure that the laws of our nation don't violate natural law. Until and unless the Republican Party and the conservative movement come to grips with this reality, and a lot of Republicans and conservatives aren't comfortable with this because they believe that this is a violation of church and state, it is not. No one is being forced to go to church. No one's being forced to worship any God that they don't want. It is simply the acknowledgement that truth exists that reality exists, that our nation, our constitutional heritage is based on the Judeo-Christian definition of the words man and woman and right and wrong and moral and immoral and justice and liberty. That's the, our constitutional heritage. We are simply reclaiming that to restore sanity in a society that has gone completely berserk, where a loving Catholic couple are disallowed from helping children in need because the woke Democrats that run the institutions in our government would rather have a child stay in need than have a child exposed to natural law, religious values, objective truth. It's hard to believe it's happening, except it's right in front of our faces. Thank you for watching today. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show.